On today's show, KB, the Don, and I will be talking about a tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast. Yes, the live-action Beauty and the Beast film. Also, Netflix, Iron Fist, they're together and coming out this weekend. Go, go, Power Rangers. It's morphin' time. So join us, will you, on the Power Iron Fist Beauty and the Beast edition. Sorry. It's morphin' time, Gaston. Of Free Your Geek. Welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. Um, or should we even call it a show now? Because we're not really a podcast. We're doing both audio and video. So just just welcome to Free Your Geek, ladies and gentlemen. We need to rethink what I call our endeavor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're back in studio, guys. Uh, thank you for uh, last week. We had most commented video we've had uh, ever. Who knew it would only be you chatting? And it was just me, my, my, my <laughs> ugly mug. Um, on the screen, but we are back in the studio after our last week little kerfuffle. Um, kerfuffle, kerfuffle is eh? a word I'm using. Uh, to my left, for those that are watching, uh, we have KB. What's up? And the Don. Hello. So welcome, gentlemen. We got a lot of stuff going yeah, we on. Do. Um, we got a little packed show because we're basically combining last week's show that we wanted to do, the Iron Fist preview, the Beauty and the Bre- Beast preview. Uh, we're going to do it all kind of now, but now we're going to do like more of a review. We didn't get a chance to do a preview. Now we'll review it up over here. Um, we're also going to be looking at comments. So, uh, John, Jonathan, hey, what's up? Uh, John's a buddy of mine. So, welcome. Enjoy Hello, the buddy show. John. What's up, John? <laughs> uh, so, we got a lot of stuff going on today. So, what do we want to talk about first? So we want to talk about the movie that's dropping this weekend. There's a big movie. What's little, it called again? This is my new movie dropping. It's, it's it's basically it's a group of teenagers with attitude, as it used to be called on the original <laughs> straight out of Compton show. Straight out of Compton. <laughs> it is straight out of Compton. <laughs> oh man! So Power Rangers, Power Rangers is dropping uh, tomorrow. Yes. And uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, it's a little bit the the previews are a little bit darker than you know I'd like to admit that I want to really see this. I want it to be a little bit more over the top and cheesy personally. But I think it's going to be a really cool like uh, starting point. I already heard that there's five sequels planned. For Power wow. Rangers? For Power five Rangers. Sequels? Five sequels. It's going to be interesting. Power Rangers Ninja. Power Rangers Turbo. Power Rangers Space Force. And that, so now that's a great question. So this Power is, Rangers, we ran out of titles. That's it. Well, <laughs> here's the deal. So we were talking about this a little bit uh, prior. KB, uh, you never really got into the Power Rangers. No, I watched you, a you bit of kinda, the first season. You were kind of out of the age range, though. Like when it was like in 90... I was like junior high. So, I well, it was no, what, I would say then he was definitely, I mean, 
Where I was that we're in 12. I was 12 when I the first like 13, season, like 95, 13, 95. That's that's yeah. So, so yeah, I was probably a little out of the age range. So you were kind of out of the like, age range, but where it was too cheesy for me, like it was interesting, right. but it was a little cheesy, right? For me, yeah. So, it's, it's a cool, and then it spawned tons of other shows, as we know, yeah. um, those that kind of grew up with it. But, um, let's let's talk about this a little bit. So, Don, how versed are you with Power Rangers? Um, I loved Power Rangers. Um, Power Rangers really, really picked up for me once they introduced Tommy. Uh, you know what I mean? You so did you have like the underwear and everything? And I then, didn't. No? You know what? I was never one for uh, the for character underwear, underwear or underwears. anything like that. <laughs> no, I um I did have all the action figures where yeah. you you press their morpher and their head would flip. Yep. Um, I had the dragon dagger. Um, <coughs> I think I mean like at that time. Power Rangers came out with so many different villains every week that you could only really buy like uh, Goldar and the other two like henchmen along with uh, Rita and Babu Zed. and I can't remember the other one's name. But um, Finster, no, Finster was the one that made the monsters. I yes. can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, I know if any uh, listeners that are watching on Facebook Live right now, feel free to comment with that. I can't remember the other one's name. Google that for me. And for those that are watching, feel free to share this to your page too. You have that share button. If you want to share it to your Facebook page, get more viewers on here. We'd really appreciate it. Gets the conversation rolling. Yeah, let's let's have some let's have some convo. Okay, so I kind of promised this last week. Um, let's do a really quick countdown. I'm not going to play the intro, but just off the top of your head, can you give me top three or just favorite three Rangers? Because you you did you follow consistently from Mighty Morphin to Turbo to um, Ninja or whatever? I, I only did Mighty Morphin, and then that's so when I stopped. let's see after the. Um that horrible Ivan Ooze movie. And, um, I mean, I want to say I dropped off after, let's see, our second set of Rangers made their way out. Because first we lost Jason, we lost Zach, and we lost uh, Trini. And then we ended up with three people I can't even remember. Rocky, Adam, Rocky and Aisha. and Aisha. Wow. <laughs> flashback, huh? <laughs> no, not even a flashback. I just thought of... How <laughs> I can't even say like racist the show was. They yeah. replaced every <laughs> single character with the same type of character. Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> to an extent. To the, an extent, the, the, Adam uh, the, was, was of was Asian, Asian descent. Yeah, yeah. Aisha was, was took Zach's place. Yeah. yeah, I mean that is pretty crazy. I watched a little uh, like uh, spoof on the Power Rangers all over Facebook right now, and I'm like, wow, they're pretty spot on with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to say that uh, Brian actually mentioned that I, the Ivan Ooze movie was actually good. Oh, Brian. The movie <laughs> was so horrible that they had to put a TV episode out to explain, like, oh, we're going to give them their ninja powers just on the show now. Yeah, uh, but wasn't... I think I think that was more for, like, children that didn't go... Their parents didn't take them to the theater for continuity. Oh. Um, so let's just set the stage. We're going to be doing Power Ranger talk for a little bit. Then we're going to get into Iron Fist on Netflix. Then we're going to be talking about our tournament because we that's still going on. There's been yeah. some cool things happening with that. And then finally, we'll go Beauty and the Beast. And then we'll, we'll segue into our countdown, which is countdown. the top three animated shows or films that we'd like to see turned into a live action movie. Yes. This is a so fun countdown. That, this is gonna I, be, like it. I did a lot of research for this. <laughs> I um, didn't do a ton of research, but well, I... Good for you. Good second you. I kind of knew the ones that I wanted. Yeah, you know I, mean? I was like, right there I was with like, you. I was kind of ready, so... So, just to kind of cap it off on the Power Ranger track before the movie drops, top three Power Ranger characters. Um, Pink, yellow, green. <laughs> no, that, that, that's what I That's know. pretty yellow, close. Green. Well, no. For, um, for me, 
Uh, Tommy's number one. I don't even know why I sat uh, at the top, but Tommy's number one. His fun. character was so cool. Uh, the fact that he like kind of punked Jason out, I, I thought it was awesome because I never liked Jason. Jason was like a stuffy, like goody goody. Yeah, I just, I didn't care for Jason. Yeah. Um, second to uh, Tommy was Zach, the break dancing ranger, like all of his moves. Do, do that like, one more time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like he had dance move like karate. I thought that was awesome, but um. Billy, man, Billy was a beast too. Like I always, uh, when we talked earlier, you know, you guys asked me who my favorite Ninja Turtle was. I told you it was Donatello because he's, he's the brains. He's the brains. Billy was their brains. Who poor guy had a horrendous time on the show, like <laughs> the the actor. And uh, you know, shout out to you, Billy. We feel you, man. So I just want to say that uh, Brian's saying green, white, and Zed, and uh, John was saying red, black, and blue. Um, so those are, those are, again, I think that kind of correlates to what we were talking about. I was going to say, John and I were pretty close. I just, I really did not like Jason. I'm going to go the reverse. Okay. Number three holds a special place in my heart. Kimberly the Pink Ranger. Because you loved first, her. First crush. First crush when I was, you know, like 11 years old, 12 years old. Actually, the only one of those rangers who actually had a career outside of Power Rangers. Amy Jo Johnson, yeah. Yes. Born in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, by the way. So Ooh. she was a gymnast, uh, yeah. and I thought the, the gymna gymnastic moves as a ranger I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Number two, this is a, I'm not even going with the ranger. I'm going with the villain, Goldar. Goldar was awesome. Goldar was to me like I, he turned into a joke in later seasons. So badass, like that first, like like when uh, he fought Jason and or or Tommy in that whatever that dimension was, which was like that black room yeah. with the the mist. Like he was amazing, like this <laughs> normal. Human being like having to fight Goldar, I just thought it was like, wow, the odds are insurmountable. Yeah, and then Jeff, you stalker. <laughs> yeah, Rich, Rich, <laughs> I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be nice to Rich. We are staying PG, PG thirteen. Rich, um, I actually want to have on the show. We're gonna talk about maybe doing next week. So I gotta, I gotta nice. kind of reach yeah. out to him. I want to talk to him about that. But um, we'll talk off off air here about that. Uh, and then I want to say number one, similar to you, Tommy, except not the White Ranger. I hated the White Ranger. Really? Green Ranger. Green Ranger. I just like the fact that he was evil and then kind of like turned. Yeah. You know, to, to the, the, the side, you know, out of the darkness into the side of the light. And then he basically, Rita started draining his power and he was fighting on borrowed time. And even though he knew his powers could fail at any time, he would still go out and, yeah. and fight. And that's the mark of a hero. Like, I might not have this power all the time, but I have to try to make a difference. I have to try to fight. I have to try to be a hero. And I think that's just uh, amazing. It is. Um, but one of the best episodes of Power Rangers ever. Um, Green Ranger and Red Ranger in the Mist Dimension going at each other. Uh, Tommy draws the, uh, not the dragon dagger, but the actual sword. And he's about to uh, end... Jason shish kebab him shish kebab him you know and um Zordon like teleports him back that fight was awesome the two of them fighting each other was probably some of the best fighting you would get on that show I just want to I didn't mean to interrupt you but yes I agree and then Brian just mentioned James Vanderbeek as uh, Rocky in the short film tell me the short film wasn't awesome so for those that haven't seen it it is a little not safe for work but uh go go to YouTube and check out the the Power Rangers they did like a Power Rangers I don't even know what you call it, like a fan film. Fan I guess. film, yeah. Uh, it was a short, and it was it was phenomenal. Can I also, uh, if you guys haven't seen um, the White Ranger versus Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, 
and it's actually Tommy in this. Is that Bat in the Sun? I think it's Bat in the Sun. So yeah. they do uh, Bat in the Sun. If you check them out on Facebook and YouTube, they do a super superpower beatdown, I believe it's yep. called. And that the actors are actually pretty good. So it pits usually two random uh, heroes from different, like, so like, you know, for example, I think it was like Gandalf versus Darth Vader for one of them. I um, haven't seen that. Yeah, I need to see that. That's pretty cool. Uh, Wolverine Wonder Woman. Yep, Wolverine Wonder Woman. They did Nathan Drake versus Lara Croft. They did. They've done a couple of cool. I have seen that one. They've done. They've done. So check them out too. So yeah, I love. I love the fandom just to like take these characters that are near and dear to mm-hmm. all of us and yeah. then like let's pit them against each other, which is kind of what we're doing in the tournament, which we'll get to a little bit later. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's segue now. Do we want to say anything about Power Rangers before we switch over now to uh, Iron Fist? Uh, let's just hope they don't mess this up. Because uh, I, I heard you say you're like, oh, it's it's kind of darker and this and that. It's still very poppy. Yeah. If you really pay attention to, like, if you just, like, kind of sit back and not listen to what's going on on the screen and you're just watching, like, wow, this looks really dark. But every time I see the trailer for it now, I'm like, oh, it's definitely poppy. It's definitely, it's not what should be for us. It's they're going to try to rope in the younger right. audience. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not... Like I said, I'm not into Rangers, but I'm hoping it doesn't fall into like that last Fantastic Four movie kind of category oh. where it's, you know what I mean? Where it's oh, just. That was I horrendous. haven't even seen that movie. Yeah. So moving on. Moving on. So uh, the newest Marvel show, uh, Netflix show, has dropped last week. We were going to do a preview. I have finished the series. I know Ooh. you guys are still. I'm on like episode eight. Some six and a half. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go. We'll do the first six episodes, roughly, give or well, that's take. That's what the critics got to do before. Right. They it. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll kind of give a review. Um, I will keep this. <laughs> It's going to be semi-spoilers for the first six episodes. We won't get into too much detail. I won't say anything that happens. Um, so, Don, I'm going to kind of uh, pitch it to you as far as once we start talking about stuff that's past what you've seen. You know what I mean? Like, let, What's the last thing okay, you remember? Let's, um, uh, don't go past the chemist. Okay. You know what I mean? We'll kind of use that as our point. Okay. Very cool. So... We'll go from there. So basically what's happening is Iron Fist was released. Critics have panned it, but for the most part, the user reviews are pretty good. It's and, got and the five-star full one. So uh, what do we think yeah. is the difference here between what the critics are saying for I, the Netflix? I can identify with something that, that I read, and that was a lot of people don't like the, this Danny Rand. They, 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 they point out something in... in it may be something I haven't seen yet, but they say that uh, Madame Gao says, oh, you're not a good Iron Fist. Yeah. And I think I got up to that uh, a point in that where she's like, oh, and I'm not, not trying to give away too much here, but she's just like, oh, you know, the other Iron Fists would have came been more fierce than you were. And if that's what those critics are talking about, that's stupid because – that's what's making him a hero. Yeah. Is, and I, I don't want to give away the whole situation, but the situation Jeff, I think Jeff knows. No. What we're well, about. So well, let's give let's yeah. give a, a brief yeah, synopsis. So, so Danny Rand yeah. was in a plane crash with his parents yep. when he was ten years old. The, the plane was flying over the Himalayas. He's been gone for fifteen years. He comes back to New York City. His his parents, his dad was a partner in the Rand Corporation. They have the Rand Building. He is technically still a billionaire, but he comes back fifteen oh, years yes. later as yep. a twenty five year old kid to New York City. With nothing but the clothes on his back and his uh, his first generation iPod. iPod, I yeah. saw that. Oh. It's, um, funny. it's funny. And I love the hip hop music again. Yeah. So it ba- again, based on when it was yep. the, he crashed, you know, it, so it's fi- it was 15 years. So it was like 2002. It's like 90, it was late 90s, early yeah. 2000s. So it's, it's, yeah. so it's like what's popular at that point. So now he's trying to reclaim his identity and his company, 
and his whole thing, and, and Don, I think you got to this point, we know for the most part one of the major villains is a group of people the called hands. The Hand. And so we've know we've seen them on Daredevil season two. Yep. They make another appearance here. And the the basically the duty of Iron Fist is to protect the training facilities. I can't remember it's like Kun Lun or so, I can't remember the name of the it. other dimension. Yeah, the place, the, yeah. the other place where he was trained to be Iron Fist from the hand. But now he ventures out into New York City, no longer necessarily just guarding that, but he wants to break down the hand once and for all. Yeah. And essentially, kind of a, it's a trope. Mm-hmm. He wants to find his parents' killers. So the first few episodes kind of deal with like the corporate back and forth. And this guy wants to be back in his company, but they don't have any proof that he actually is Danny Rand. Because at 10 years old, you're not going to be giving your thumbprints to anybody. You're not going to have, you know, and it's been 15 years. So everything that you owned or might yeah. have that your DNA is long gone. No family yeah. left. No family left. His parents are, are, are dead in a plane crash. Or so we think. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't. And no spoilers because we don't find out at the end. We know his father is definitely dead. Yeah. Uh, jury's out on his mom because the mom in the first episode gets sucked from the top of the plane yep. and we never see her body. So is she alive? You know, it's a comic book trope, um, but we don't know. So let's talk a little bit more now about Danny Rand. So the, the, usually a lot of the critics are saying a couple things. One, it's a white guy that's the best at kung fu or or, or, or any type of martial arts. He gets and his butt kicked a lot. <laughs> right, but I, and I understand yeah. that part. It's kind of like, you know, uh, I forget what the terminology is, but somebody you know who's white appro- white appropriation taking something that belongs to another culture and being the best at it, and I get that argument, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that's the source material. Yeah, yep. right. So I, I'm going to dismiss that right in, in and of itself. Whitewashing is the right, term. right, exactly. It's it's whitewashing and white appropriation. Saying yeah. like you know, it's kind of like uh, you know, here's here's a man like for taking from a different ethnicity or whatever it's something that's kind of identified with another race of people what about nick fury though <laughs> when they say stuff like this it, you have to look at it the other way they, too. Ba- yeah. they try to balance it but then the arguments are well nick nick fury isn't as it's not like you're making captain america yeah. or tony stark or, and, I, and i get yeah. that but the big thing i and i agree with to an extent is the way that they say and we talked about this a little off air danny rand um finn jones who was loris tyrell on game of thrones is playing Danny Rand, and he's very inconsistent. Sometimes he's very naive and childish, and other times he's like spouting off these Zen quotes that are like very serene yeah. and and kind of very deep almost. And the issue I have with this is everybody's like, well, it's so inconsistent. My argument to that is, and I don't know how you guys want to agree, he crashed when he was 10 years old. Yeah. He was raised by monks from 10 to 25 when he comes back to New York. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's not going to be a fully developed adult because he hasn't grown up as an adult. Yeah. Well, it's it's not even that. Like He could, in some sense, could completely fit in with the monks. He wasn't taught like our westernized style of you know um, social upbringing. Yep. So the way he tries to interact with the people that we see is like you're saying like the 10 year old version of how he imagined them growing up together. But I really feel that by him being with the monks like that, like, I don't know. I feel like in, it in, puts in this new world moves at a much faster pace for him to think about stuff. Like there was a, there was a, when he's, you know, kind of locked away. I'm not, I don't want to get too far in the detail, but no, there's a part there where it's like, well, why don't you just tell them what they want to hear? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Lie to him. Yeah, like it just, it just, there, there was just some things there that, yeah, kind of didn't make sense to people. When like, he's talking, like my, my, yeah, like my wife's sitting there and she's like, why doesn't he just tell them <laughs> what they want to hear? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I get that. I, I think, you know, think about it, the combination of like the things that Jeff said, you know, he, he 
this happened to him so early in life. Yep. He has no idea. The time change coming back, <clears throat> um, seeing his two best friends growing up as adults. Yeah. Like, like it, so, them not yeah, we should, like, we should kind of talk about that a little bit. That's, those are the Meachams. Yep. We have Ward and Joy, Joy Meacham, who were his childhood friends, who was basically the Meachams were the partners of the Rands when they made the Rand Corporation. Ward uh, is such a tool. Yes. As far as where I am, he's a tool. He is. I, he, besides Colleen Wing, who is my favorite character in the series. Yeah. He's my second favorite character. So wow. watch, watch yeah, what happens to him. There's a lot more to him. Watch what and, happens to and, him. And, and you're close. Like, there's a lot more that happens with him, like from where you are in the yeah. next. Because I'm only like two episodes ahead of you. And in the next and two in episodes, two, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that yeah happens to him. So he is an interesting character. I wasn't feeling him at first, but. I like how he uh, covered certain things up. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, send the reporter in here right now. We're going to do an interview in my office. And then hands yeah. her all that stuff. Yeah. And he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And so I go back and forth. Like, um, I can't think of what the father's name is. Harold. Harold. Yep. But like at first, I'm like, something's up with Harold. Like yeah. he's doing some grimy stuff. And as far as I, I can see, I'm like, oh no no, he he really wants Danny like his yeah. assistance in some way. Like yeah, he. But, but there's there's something you don't trust about him though. The whole time, that's yeah. true. It, it's no matter how much the story progresses, there's something you don't trust about the guy. Something yeah. In his voice, the way he treats Harold, it's like, it's like does does he love him? Is it tough love? Is it what is it like? There's just something wrong with the guy. Um, Punches him yeah, in the it's, kidney. It's, yeah, it's <sighs> so, I mean, I, it's way better than what critics have have, have you know. I, I agree. Said. I agree. Way better. So, Iron Fist it's for fans. For, yeah, it is for fans, and that was the the quote yeah. that Finn Jones made. Um, I think it's by no means a perfect. I would like to see more better fight scenes. They they do yeah. show a lot of cuts yeah. around where you can see it's a stuntman. And I get that. Like we were talking about, it's not a, por- a yeah. parkour expert or a martial arts expert. Like Daredevil, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, they could have, I think they could have done more. I, again, if you're going to check it out, I think the acting is decent. The story's pretty good. It's 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 a little bit different than Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and, and Daredevil. And the return of Claire Temple. And Claire Temple's in she's it. Back, she's she's yeah. kind of like the uh, thread that pulls them all together. But it's more of a show that's. I think it's more kind of a high-profile, kind of like a corporate story a little bit to it, as well as kind of like I'm trying to discover who killed my parents. And it's almost like a not a coming-of-age story, but almost like you know this. I'm trying to find my destiny as Iron Fist. I think, it's, but I think that's what all these characters are going through. Yeah. every single one of these shows. Luke Cage, if you Jessica, think about it, Jessica yeah. Jones, like I think that's it's the same. It's that same thing of finding them. Themselves. We've only their got powers. to, um, like, even with uh, what, with Daredevil. Yep. Daredevil, we got hit with a lot of action because it was the fir- uh, it was it was the first out of yeah. all these shows to come out. Now we're getting the season ones of like our Jessica Jones, yep. Luke Cage. We're getting the character building shows, even though we. I'm got looking forward to the Jessica Jones season two. I'm looking forward I'm to finally we're getting all defense, of it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is gonna, I think that's gonna be great right there. I, yeah. I, I could deal with what, like I, I'll be honest with both of you guys. I watched two episodes of Luke Cage and I was very disappointed. I'm like, yeah. I just, it's hard for me to follow. Which I, no matter what, I'm going to watch it. Luke Cage. A lot of people didn't like the Cotton Mouth character, who was the the main. The bat, yeah. See, he, and I, lo- I love that I, character. I, I that was, was my fine. favorite character on on the show. But. So yeah, that. And, and Jonathan says he didn't use his chi as much in the show. Yeah, and, and when he did use it, it was just. And like that's what I'm thinking. I think it's more of like he's still learning, like learning, like and that's learning. What, that's what I'm trying to figure out, like how that how that played out. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, speaking of fighting, let's go into our next segment and talk about what are we what are we calling the tournament, Don? 
March Mayhem. So yes, March Mayhem. So we're gonna go over to the bracket. We've had we're on March three. Mayhem Malicious Madness. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. At the fifty nine media studio. <laughs> These Kids guys, get in for two dollars. Because Jeff doesn't drink energy. Jay Free doesn't drink energy drinks. This is the problem. <laughs> Agua. So, let's go over to the bracket. So let's uh, let's talk about this. Let's see who won. And uh, as we're going over there, let's see from the. I mean, now I'm going to look at it really close at this computer screen here. <laughs> Spider Man and Wonder Woman versus Mister Fantastic and Deathstroke. And we had uh, Spidey and Wonder Woman make it through based on votes. Yeah. Landslide votes. Yeah. yeah. I want to say like it was like sixty votes ahead on the Spider Man Wonder Woman. Yeah. Team. And 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 which is I know is bad. You know you feel bad for because yeah. Fantastic. You read Richard as your boy. boy so. my boy. Wonder Woman's Wonder Woman's awesome. Yeah. The movie's coming out. Uh, let's um let's go back to the bracket here. The next one we have is um, looks like it was. Thor and the Joker versus Venom and Superman. Super and it Sibian. looks like the Joker, to me, was the weak point of this team because Venom and Superman have moved on. That's it. I figure once you take the Joker yeah. out, Superman Superman and Venom against Thor, you know, I love Thor, but um, yeah. come on, man. Taken out, taken out. Let's move to the right of the screen here. And we have uh, Doctor Doom... Uh, and Shazam versus Storm and Bane. I was surprised that Storm and Bane made it to the second round over Solomon Grundy and Phoenix, but team no they death. Didn't, they didn't make it to the next round. Oh no! Because no, Doctor no, Doom no. and Shazam have moved on and defeated Shazam. Storm and Bane. And then in the closest matchup, <laughs> team, team Bruce, Team Bruce, the Hulk and Bruce Wayne versus Iron Man Flash. and the Flash. Team Iron Flash. No, Hulk and Batman eked oh, out a win. By less than 15 votes, guys. Wow. So it was a really good back and forth. Um, but now, so now we're going into our into our uh, semifinal matchups here. So we have Doctor Doom and Shazam versus the Hulk and Batman. So get your votes in now, guys. Vote on this video. I'll put this image back up on our website, on our Facebook page, Free Your Geek Podcast on Facebook, if you're listening to the audio. And then we have um, Spider-Man and Wonder Woman, which I'm very interested in that team versus Superman and Venom. Super symbiote. Because uh. we know Spidey can defeat, we know Spidey can take Venom, but can Wonder Woman take Superman? Or what if they switch off? What if Wonder Woman fights Venom? It's a wrap then, but still, like it, it, no matter it what, comes it comes down, down to Wonder Woman it and does Superman. It 100%. It really does. So... So That's I guess I guess it really depends if it is Venom and Spidey, and Spidey can dispatch Venom. How much? How long is he going to be out of the fight to assist Wonder Woman when she's fighting Superman? Because that could turn the tide. I don't know. I don't know. Depends on where where they bring this battle. They bring well, this battle deep into the earth, and there's no sun for Superman. It's a wrap for soups. Yeah. Or so. Superman could just take the noble knee and say, "Wonder Woman, this one's all you, girl." I love you. Wonder I love well, you. Well, it depends. It depends what which version. Of oh this. yeah. New Fifty Two Superman's coming back. He was killed off. Him and Wonder Woman are done romantically. Oh. But let's. So th that was the the tournament there, guys. Again, uh, the the brackets will be up on our Facebook page. Go in, either vote on this video, and again, everyone who votes, whether it was the first round, second round, we're gonna put all your names in a hat. 
pick one out, and we're going to do probably, I'm thinking it's going to be a $25 gift card to Newberry Comics, but we'll even let the winner specify where they want. We'll give them a, a different a number of different uh, stores. We'll do a $25 gift card to one of these stores. Target, yeah. Walmart. $100 billion. Oh, you can pay for that, KB. <laughs> In Monopoly money. How about no? <laughs> no, it can't be. Uh, uh, real quick, I'm going to ask. Brian, what is Robots versus Wrestlers from? That's that's from uh, uh, How future? I Met Your Mother. Oh, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's where Barney, Barney Stinson wants to go yes. to. Robot, uh, wrestlers versus Robots, yes. Uh, what's the other matchup? Was that, that was, that that was, was all four. Oh, that's right, because we're down to two, huh? We're down the to Fatal Four. So, so just review those again. What do we have? Okay. You're going to make me go back to the bracket. <laughs> we have Wonder Woman and Spider-Man against Super Man. Venom. And then we have Doom and Shazam against Team Bruce. Hulk and Batman. So we didn't really talk about that one, did we? No, so let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So we have Shazam. I think he can go toe-to-toe with the Hulk. Yeah. But can he go toe-to-toe with Batman? Can Doom take out both of them? Negative. I don't know. We'll Jeff see. We're going to let the voters, we're going to let the viewers vote. Yes. The viewers and listeners can vote again on our Facebook page or on, on this video right now. Just put who you want to you want to see win in with each matchup. And then uh, as we go along, we'll make a couple of uh, little images. Af- after we get through this this round, uh, we're going to probably do like a little voting thing for the, the final two teams on our Twitter, on uh, our Facebook page. We'll be doing some, some interesting stuff there. Nice, nice. But um, very quickly before we go into the countdown, Oh, uh, Lindsay Pierce is saying shout out to Kevin. What's up? What's up? What's up? I think everyone listens to the audience. You guys have me hanging. It's all, we're all supposed to go, what's up? What's up? I can't do that. I'm not yelling. Okay, you want to talk about a dated reference from over, like, almost 20 years ago? <laughs> oh, man. But oh. speaking of, did you ever see the Super Friends version of that, that cartoon that was up? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay, I'll, I'll send that to you later. But so, again. So what are we moving on to next? We're moving on to a, a certain uh, Disney movie that has been made into live action and then get into the countdown because we're already uh, already like 30 minutes in. So let's talk a little bit about this film called Beauty and the Beast. So what do you guys think? So, so okay, so anyone that grew up on Disney, you know, in the 90s has, you know, I, I believe it came out in 92, something like that, the animated film. It's probably one of Disney's best, you know, adaptations of, of a book. Um, I loved it. I love the animated film. I have not seen the live action version. You have not seen the live I, action. I have. KB Wife has. dragged me to it. Yeah, okay, sort of well. Uh, it's fantastic. Really, really good. Like, the animation was yeah. just... It, they, they went above and beyond with the animation. Um, my only tiny little complaint about the movie was there's the, the scene where... Because it really follows well to the So no, no necessarily... Unless you haven't seen the animated movie. Yeah, unless you haven't flick, seen the animated spoilers. movie, you know. Um, but there's the scene where he's defending her from the wolves attacking. Yeah. And the wolves, when they roll around, they look a little... Yeah. Little cheesy, kind of ruggish, <laughs> like. But beyond that, fantastic. Um, that was the only animation complaint that I had. And you know what's Everything crazy? Everything else was was good. How many werewolf movies have we seen? Like they Something should have like that. werewolves yeah. mastered by now. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 I mean, they're just regular like snow wolves or whatever. But I want to ask you how how easy was it to kind of dismiss Emma Watson as Hermione and actually like see her as Belle? It was, it was pretty easy. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I don't she know. Did, I, she did really well. I mean, it's very musical, just like the animated, the animated movie. Um, and I can honestly say, like, it, it's a long movie. It's like what two hours? I think two fifteen or something Ooh. like that. Did not feel like it. Really, did not feel like it. That's awesome. Uh, my hero in the movie is Felipe the horse. <laughs> okay, like Felipe the horse is the man in that movie. 
Um, if it wasn't for Felipe, if you think about it, none of, none of this stuff happens. Um, so <laughs> Lumiere was always my favorite. Uh, I, I'm saying as far as this movie, like, and just making it go, like the the horse, like when the father gets lost in the woods, yeah. it's like, oh, the horse rescues him, and the horse is the one that goes and gets Belle and brings her back to the castle to find the father. So without Felipe, there's no movie. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> as strange as that sounds, but no, it was uh, fantastic, guys. Feel free to to to. I will give it the guy approval for a guy. date night. You know what I mean. Thumbs like, up. Like, if your wife wants to go, go. You'll be you'll be fine. Or your girlfriend. <laughs> yep. Or your girlfriend, or whatever. Or your boyfriend. Oh, yep. We're, we're yep. all inclusive. We're, 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 we're PC inclusive. here. Yeah. Whatever. Don't be if, ashamed. You go somebody, by yourself. If, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I, a good movie. It, it was really good. So. So I have a I have a funny little question. Yeah. So if we worked in the Beast's mansion and we were transformed, what do you think you'd be turned into? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh. All right, I I'm gonna say for me, I'd probably turn into a lazy boy. <laughs> he said it. That's crazy. He's like, that's what I was thinking. Well, I, I'm I'm just you know. He's like, I'm, I'm uh, comfortable. Come here. I'm comfortable. I'm I'm just I'm always I'm laid back. I'm I'm chill. I'm like, beat, all right. like you'd get fart on all the time, <laughs> like all the time. Have we not seen the show? You guys do that to me all the time. Speaking of Dazzler and all this stuff, I, I get... I Dazzler. Get, you I get, get your Dazzler action figure I yet? get pooped on all the time on my own show. Oh. So, okay, same question to you guys then. Go well, for it. I'm tall and thin. I would be a, a, a coat holder. Okay, so... It's we, just, it's simple. I mean, just... So, coat holder, in. lazy boy. You're uh, somewhere in between lazy boy yeah, and coat holder. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think. What would I be? I would probably be... Something like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> because you both suck and blow at the same time. Hey, my God. Uh, you I know what? I, I pick on Jay Free so much. He, that was, I, that was I, a softball. Can, yeah. Yeah. Man, think, uh, well, that's a good sound. Go. You're going to be a sound effects guy. Now. Oh, man. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. Um, <laughs> Brian says Donnie is a video game console. <laughs> I would that's be. actually pretty cool. Oh, man. That's so awesome. You talk, it's like a PlayStation 1, the flat yeah. goes up and down. <laughs> Oh, man. I, my first PlayStation 1 was bootleg. It was a Japanese import, and I had to keep Google, it Google, open. Yeah. I literally had to keep the top open to get it to work. It was it was pretty awesome. <laughs> so are we, are we ready to do the uh, the final countdown, guys? You know what I want to talk about real quick? Let's do it. So we were talking about Netflix shows earlier, right? Yep. And um, it's a, There's a lot. They're doing a lot. This is what's awesome. Uh, you guys know that I'm a big fan of anime. Yep. And uh, there's this specific anime called Death Note that is getting its own live action version on Netflix. Well, there you go. An animated series coming live. So so basically it's a, it's a series an animated series that you hold near and dear to your heart that is now being made into live action specifically but by for Netflix. Netflix. By Netflix. That's awesome. Which counts in a little segment we like to call the final countdown. It's the As Don previously mentioned, the topic of this final countdown is our top three animated series or films we'd like to see adapted into live action. So we're going to start with number three, per usual. Don's going to kick it off, and we're going to go through them. And uh, so I'm going to say a little bit of something when I get to my list, but I want you to start off and go for it. All right. Um, 
Big fan of uh, 90s Fox cartoons. Oh, any honorable mentions? Honorable mentions, uh, Sailor Moon. I don't okay. know if okay. you guys... Okay. okay, yeah. I also want to point out that I think you and I, we're all going to have very similar uh, lists. Uh, which I, I don't think, think so. Be, we'll see. I, don't I so. honestly don't know if you guys... I mean, we're one of mine's on the table, but that's not number three. We'll get to yeah. that show. All right, let's, but, do, um, let's do this. Number three, um, <clears throat> this specific series... Um, brings me back to maybe third grade. And from that point on, actually, maybe even earlier than third grade, I'm talking about uh, floppy disks on Apple computers, <laughs> like one computer in a cl- like in my whole school, I think. And uh, they made a cartoon out of it. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> that would actually uh, be really, really cool. That TV show was awesome. The game was awesome. There was even a game show. Um, yep, I remember the game show. like, hey, gumshoes, um, Carmen Sandiego's eating a baguette right now wearing a beret. Where is she? Carmen's in Paris. Um, but this cartoon took place with um, these two detectives who actually they're younger siblings, uh, brother and sister. And uh, Carmen's going around the world stealing famous uh, artifacts and whatnot to always have some sort of plan to, I don't know, like, End the not really end the world. I don't. I don't really know what her master plan was, but it was to take down some sort of establishment, and um, she would leave little clues behind to where she would be going next. And these brother and sister would have to like talk to to us. Actually, she would like mm-hmm. they would be like, "So Gumshoe, um, we noticed that there was sand <laughs> and a little stone, and it looked like a hieroglyphic. Is Carmen in Russia, Lithuania, or Egypt?" They were tricking like, you into being educated. Yeah. <laughs> like she's in Egypt. That's the pyramid of Egypt. And like I would sit there and I would like spaz out and talk. And um, I've always loved history and yep. geography and everything. So to like get this show would literally, like you yeah. said, trick you yeah. into learning. And um, this show would all, like not contend with because I felt like is it, if you watched um, Fox Saturday morning cartoons in the '90s, you yep. loved everything from first show to last yeah. show. There um, wasn't any duds. You know what I mean? It, it yeah. was spot on. So um, I mean, Spider Man was on, Batman yep. was on, X Men were on. I know you don't like the Rangers, but the Rangers won. Yep. All this was in that time period, and um, and I loved this show. The show was always a standout to me with some of my other favorite shows. So I'd love to see that in like a live action grown up movie of it. So that's oh. a that's well, Don, <clears throat> Don's getting a little animated himself. And I'm gonna have to switch my stuff dun, up. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so is that your number three? That was number three. Okay. KB, let's uh do your number three. Uh well honorable mention first. Samurai Jack. Can I mention something? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that Samurai Jack is in the aftermath of Powerpuff Girls? Really? Yes. I did not know that. Look at the landscapes. Really? You can see uh, a d- destroyed world of Powerpuff. I can't even think of oh, I used to love Powerpuff yeah. Girls. But uh, Samurai Jack, uh, fantastic animation. <laughs> um, story is really awesome. You have this samurai yeah. who's like fighting this, uh, what do we call Aku? Like a demon? I was like, uh, what is I, he? I like a demon. Demon. I, but uh, basically, like, Aku's trying to take over the world, and he's... And I like now it just came back on the air after being off for how long? Like years. I want to say almost a decade. Yeah, yeah, it's been off for a long time. But season five just started a couple weeks ago, and I started watching it. It's fantastic. Um, But uh, it's just fantastic show. So that that's my honorable mention. But my number three pick, um, I have to go with this one because this show was always like dear to my heart, and that was Thundercats. 
Oh my god. Thundercats to me, like, and there's been rumor, like, for the past few years, there's rumor of like a Thundercats movie. Um, I'm always looking for are there new rumors of the Thundercats movie because just the, just the characters like Lionel, Snarf, Jatara, Panther, like yes. Tigra, uh, Wily Kit and Wily Cat. Yep. And and Mumra, like Mumra to me was just like a, a he was a scary villain villain as a kid. Yeah. I don't know if it was just his look. Or the the, the, the the head dressing or what, but he the, or the the voice, but to me he was like a scary kind of villain. Everything um, about him was scary. Yeah, everything about him was scary. Uh, and and Snarf was that that comic relief. Snarf. And I remember you know Wily Kit and Wily Cat doing getting in trouble, doing things they're not supposed to do, yeah. and then them getting rescued and stuff like that. So um, was and my every dude. character just like it's kind of like He Man, where every character is very sticks out. You know yeah. what I mean? Every single character sticks out. Like like when I think of something like GI Joe. There's so many characters, I kind of get lost with some of them. I can't remember all of them. Um, Transformers, same thing. Like, yes, there's lots of Transformers. There's lots of popular ones, but there's so many that you can't remember. Yeah. I felt like with Thundercats, it was like every character you kind of remember and you know, and there's something very unique and appealing about them. So that's why they're my number three, because I'd really love to see that stuff like on you know on the big screen. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, yep, that, that's my number three. <coughs> Can I say something real quick? Um, before I had any WWE action figures, um, the Thundercats res, um, action figures yep. were my wrestling I used to love guys. those. Like, they were so well The original made. ones, they the were, original, hef- they were yeah. hefty. They had the uh, button, <coughs> on the yep, back. button on the back, the Panther's arms <laughs> yeah. swing. Yes, yeah, they so were that, really cool. That's what I used for my wrestling figures. Very cool, very cool. So Me, the Bushwhackers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go in real quick and just say, because I want to kind of clarify what I perceive to be live yep. action, because... Beauty and the Beast to me is typically not a live action film because it uses special effects and animation and CGI. Live action to me is taking it, for example, G.I. Joe, that KB just mentioned, is typically live action because you're used to comic books and cartoons. Now you have humans playing every single part. There's no special effects or CGI to do that. I mean, you can still use special effects for explosions and fighting and stuff, but no characters, in my opinion, should be a CGI character so does transformers not count see that's th- for me no but that's where the kind of the line is because there okay. is human people that are in the, sh- the Ro- who framed roger rabbit yeah. isn't t- considered a technical live action film even though there's human counterparts that and movie was awesome. yeah. i love that movie but wow. again there's so it's a fine line on what's considered live an- animation or live action versus live animation so there's a little bit of difference I'm all my picks are going to be where I could see a human playing a human being, no CGI yeah. characters. He couldn't do DuckTales. He was very upset. Yeah, I wanted to do DuckTales. How was it's like nobody would be, Well, nobody would be wearing any pants. You'd have to, <laughs> and you'd have to actually use real ducks. Yeah. But, well, oh, no. That's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that to me is like, or unless you want to dress up humans as ducks. Yeah. Yeah. How would the duck Whatever. man? <laughs> yeah. But again, so my first number, my number three <laughs> is a series that ran from 1990 to 1996. This was a cartoon that had a lot of heart. And earth, fire, wind, and water. Um, Gaia, the spirit. Yeah, you can, you, can, you can do it. He's a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. So didn't my number you, three. Didn't you have Captain Planet in a previous countdown? I probably did. I loved Captain Planet. I go, Planeteers, go! And I think I think it would be set like in this overly PC world right now. Yeah. I think it would be a perfect live action film because you could have a multi ethnic cast because Kwame was from Ghana, Africa. The power of Earth to control the Earth, earthquakes. Wheeler was from Brooklyn, New York. Linka was. Talk a, about Wheeler real quick. Right, right. We, okay, so he, you could play Wheeler. Fire! Yeah, had the power of fire with Ooh. his power ring. Linka was from Eastern Europe. She was my fave. She controlled the power of wind. Wind! Guy 
from Asia, the power of water. Yep. And Mati. then Mati from Brazil with the power of heart. Dude, I'm so glad you I would the love show to. Up. And then you combine that together and you make a real life superhero. Plus, I always had a little crush when I was like a little kid on what's her name? Dr. Blight, the blonde <laughs> that had half the scarred face. I thought she was so uh, sexy when I was like six years was old. A cartoon. I know, but I was six years old. I didn't know. Jeffrey had no a lot Je- of crushes. She's no Jessica Rabbit. I mean, but no, that's true. But here's the, here's the kicker. Apparently, Leonardo DiCaprio was actually planning a live action movie at this. Well, of course he is because he's such an advocate for you know global warming, protecting and what's the going earth. On. It could send a positive message with you know. Uh, I'm right behind that. 100%. So that's my number three, Captain Planet. Can I tell you my favorite episode of Captain Planet? Go for it. So. Um, Again, I'm obsessed with these shows. Do you remember when they made the anti uh, Captain Planet rings? They yes they smog um, whatever else it was. Um, they made the anti Captain Planet. That was the best episode. It was actually a two part a two parter, I believe, where the first episode is where they steal the rings. They make the rings. They bring the nasty Captain Planet who just is like wreaking havoc. Second set of the episodes, they get the rings back. They get our boy Captain Planet back. Oh, I want to say like Captain Planet is still summoned and like they clean all the pollution off yep. him and he's like... And they, <laughs> sa- they save the day. This is a good one. Lindsay had Rugrats. Okay. We, let's, yeah, dun, dun, I, w- I want to keep dun, away from the comments right now okay. because we'll keep it I love the comments. We'll go through that. And I love you, but I, you're giving away some of my picks and I don't want to... <laughs> wanna... That's so, awesome. Moving, moving on, on to, to number two. two. Well... Jonathan, I gotta tell you, you spoiled my number one, so my number one's now my number two. Um, so, years ago, they went and ruined um, my favorite anime of all time by making Dragon Ball Evolution, which was the worst movie, period, I've ever seen, period. Um, I've seen, Jonathan, I believe that. Once I say this, you're going to be like, hell yeah, I've seen them too. There are two fan films out, um, Dragon Ball Z fan films, that um, one of them takes the Saiyan saga, another one takes the Cell saga. These fan films put the Dragon Ball Evolution Hollywood movie to shame, okay? Um, Since, way back since I watched um, the second or third Matrix movie, I I sat there and watched and I said, they can do Dragon Ball Z now. 100% we can get a Dragon Ball Z movie. We can get... I mean, like, I don't want to see a Saiyan Saga movie. The Saiyan Saga was incredible, but my favorite character in Dragon Ball Z is Vegeta. I mean, I want, like, a little background story on Saiyan Saga. I want him to jump right into the Frieza Saga where we get our Vegeta teaming up with Goku, like, and, that, you know, like, obviously there's still, like, the hostility there. But, like, I want... The wh- I wish you guys had seen this because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking gibberish to you guys, but it is such a powerful uh, saga, the Frieza saga, and then I guarantee that movie would do good. Uh, it could roll over into, you know, uh, History of Trunks, Android Saga, Cell Saga. Like, this could be a multi-movie thing, but they ruined it with freaking Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, they made... Oh my god! I, I don't even want to talk about that movie. That movie. You're getting is such very, a you're getting very upset. So because they ruined like dr- you guys don't understand like Dragon Ball Z is one of the it's one of the simplest animes to follow and it's incredible. And then we finally got our shot that like I remember them promoting it. They used uh, Justin Chatwin to be Goku, and it was horrendous. This movie was horrendous. And what? Uh, yeah, that's it. 
No, no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> it, it was just awful. I couldn't stand it. I'm sorry. It no, made, it's okay. But it really your your number me. two pick is I, you, I love Dragon see, Ball Z. This is this is what I, I love. How passionate you get, and I think I want to do a whole <laughs> segment where just you just talk about something, and KB and I are gonna sit here and just be like, Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Home Alone. Yeah, we'll, we'll Kevin McAllister that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, KB, just go with uh, number two. My number two is Voltron. That was going to be on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I, I'm not going to go too far into Voltron. I think everybody, anybody who's even seen Voltron once kind of knows the, the, the idea of it. You know, you have these five kids, kind of similar to Power Rangers in a way, right? Just better. Basically, it's Power Rangers before Power Rangers, yeah. essentially. Um, except you kind of fight in other giant robots in space rather than on a planet. Um, it was just one of my favorite things as a child. You know, the cartoon, I, I don't remember a lot of the cartoon. I, you know, I haven't watched the newer ones, but it was like one of my favorite toys as a child. Yeah. And that's what's just like, I would love to just see this thing in real life. We've done Transformers. We've done, we're about to do Power Rangers with Zords. So I feel like Voltron's like, it, it needs its place yeah. in live movies with these other, you know, legendary animated things that have begun come live movies. So that's why Voltron's definitely on my list. So that's my number two for Voltron. All right. Uh, quickly, Jonathan already touched upon my number two, and he might be, I don't know if you guys have it. Let's uh, let's get there. But it's a series that ran from 1994 to 1997. So in 994 Scotland, creatures living in a castle turned to stone during the daylight hours, betrayed by humans and frozen in stone form until the castle rises above the clouds. And then in 1994, billionaire David Xanatos purchases that castle and he reconstructs it on his New York City skyscraper. And the creatures awaken and they're known as gargoyles. That was I a Disney just, show. Oh, I forgot about yeah, gargoyles. And it's fantastic. And again, we've seen what they can do in Guardians of the Galaxy with Drax and Gamora as far as like makeup and special effects. And again, it's not a CGI character. Yeah. So I think they could do the same thing for, for example, Goliath and Hudson, Brooklyn, all named after New York streets. Yeah. And yeah. Lexington, Broadway, and Bronx. And then you could have the, the human aspect with the Eliza Maza, I believe it was her name. I can't remember. It was the, she's the, the female uh, NYPD officer that's like the human uh, partner or, or kind of like sidekick of the gargoyle. She's, she's Who did they accomplice. fight? Who were their like, primary There's enemies? other gargoyles. They, oh. they fight evil corporations. Uh, Xanatos, I think, is a bad guy at certain points. I used to love that show when I was a kid, and I haven't rewatched it. But um, that's, my, that's my number two. So All right. I think that, I think that'd be awesome. But moving on to number one, number one um, ties in everything that I love: uh, cartoons, video games. Mm -hmm. You know, my wish to get pulled into a video game. <laughs> my number one is Captain N, the Game Master. Captain N, the Game Master takes uh, place in a world called like Video Land or something. Um, this this kid who's just like a beast at playing video games. Kid's name's Kevin. He, uh, the show starts off, yeah, kids start, uh, show starts off, and the, uh, you see, like, just the kid's, like, feet kicked up, he's playing Nintendo, and his mom's like, Kevin, you gotta clean your room, he's like, yeah, I'm on a minute, and then, that sounds just like me, I was just like that when I was a kid, this kid gets sucked into his Nintendo with his controller and his Nintendo zapper, and his, uh, <laughs> he didn't have, like, a power glove, did he have a power glove? That comes later on. Ah, see? It, it comes later on. So he gets pulled into the world by um, Simon from Castlevania and the princess from yeah. Castlevania. And they're like, listen, we're in this war against Mother Brain. Um, this is I like. Mother Brain, yeah. Yeah, this is our little team right here yeah, Mega Man, Kid Icarus, Simon, oh. 
Captain. It was a way for Nintendo to try to branch out those characters at the time to get people to buy games and and whatnot. And that's what they would do. They would uh, they would like preview, uh, like not preview, like they would tie in new games into the the series. Game Boy came out when the series was out, and Game Boy was a character. Question: I'm going to add a question to our number ones on the fly here. Who would you want to direct it? Oh, you're killing me. (laughs) I could go wicked dark with this. Who would I want to? Um, who directed? Yeah, you're gonna have to look this up, KB. Now. Yeah, I, I really don't know because I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want like a Michael Bay type craziness. I would yeah. want who directed Lord of the Rings? Peter Jackson. Peter, Peter Jackson. Jackson. That's that, where that's probably go. going. That's where I would go with for that. This. For that kind, of, I can see that. You know, because there's trust me, like there's a lot of fantasy in it. He goes into High Rule. Um, you know, I don't think they touch on the Mario Brothers so much because Mario, Mario was doing it. He's kind of doing his own thing with the movie and yeah. the kind of cartoon and all that stuff. So, yeah, they weren't I mean, doing much from Mario. We went, up, we went in the world of Metroid. Yeah. We went up against Dr. Wily in the show. Seeing which you guys know it's from. Yeah, yeah. We, we went against oh, Count Dracula. So all the stuff was in there. So you'd get these crazy different... Um, wait, didn't he do Avatar, Avatar as well? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He didn't do Avatar. Who did Avatar? That was Spielberg. Wasn't it? Yeah. I would no, like was it or is it James Cameron? Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah, I knew it was one of those real big guys yeah. that did it. There's mine. Yeah. There's my pick. Okay, so Cam- Cameron would be a good one too. All right, number one. My number one. Great pick. Afro Samurai <laughs> got to be the number one samurai. Afro Samurai, is just amazing. <laughs> like, are you laughing because it's amazing? Or are you it's, laughing because it's, it's no? It's it's crazy. it's crazy. I didn't expect that to come out. Okay, like just in the cast, even in the cartoon, Samuel Jackson, Ron Perlman, uh, Lucy Liu, Mark Hamill, like it was a beast, and it was weird because it was like a little mini series. It went on for like two seasons. Yeah. Oh, no, it was like one was a mini series, and one was a movie. Like the first season was uh, the first was a TV season, and the <coughs> second one was a movie, and it's just so Tarantino. Yeah, it has Tarantino written all over it. Um, so basically, the story is Afro Samurai. He's a kid. His father, the samurais have these headbands. Yeah. So one through, I think, like 10 or whatever. And if you have whatever headband you have, you can challenge the next person in front of you. So the only way to challenge for the number one headband to be the number one samurai is you have to get the number two. Yeah. Um, so his, fa- his father dies and basically uh, you know, has his like, head chopped off by, by this other character. Um, what was the guy's name? I'm trying to think of the, the guy's name. Uh, Justice. So Justice basically cuts off his head. And Afro's a kid, and he's like, when it's time, you come and find me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, when you're ready, you come and find me. And he gives him the number two. So you have this little kid walking around with his number two headband that everybody's after. Um, but, you know, he becomes this great samurai and stuff. And it's just, it's just so, like, amazing. The story is just fantastic because everybody's after him. Yeah. Once he becomes the number one, everybody's after him. He loses the number one. A lot of characters from his past come back, and you find all these crazy characters. There's the um, what were they called? The uh, the the brothers seven, I think it was, or the the empty seven, the empty seven, where it was like seven brothers that were always trying to kill him, and it's like this, uh, kind of kind of like Samurai Jack. This uh, 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 what am I looking for? Like um, samurai but futuristic yeah. world. You know, it's just it's just mind blowing. I would really love to see something like that. I don't think we've had any movies. That kind of mix yet yeah, that mix that uh, uh, samurai universe with the sci-fi universe. I don't think we've had no. any like that. Not so that I, I would, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff like that now out there. Um, so yeah, so that's definitely my number one. I would, I would kill to see that live. 
Jay Freeze figuring out his director. Yeah, I was trying to look up who like who uh, my favorite directors were. Um, so who, you said Tarantino would be yours. That would that would be mine for mm. Afro Samurai. Yeah. If I could pick anybody, I'd probably get. I don't know who I'd get for mine. Maybe Tarantino wouldn't be bad. I'd probably do maybe Ridley Scott for my number one. Oh, where are you oh. going with number one? I don't know. Mine mine's a little different. Um, I don't know. I'm, I I want to. I even say Christopher Nolan, but I feel it's a retread. Uh, actually, you know who I'd want to direct mine? My buddy Rich Marini. Rich <laughs> Marini, you can you can, uh, you can direct my film. You got to just have to do it justice, and I need Afro to be a Afro versus Jack. I would love that. So that would be sick. We, as you mentioned, you started listening. Jonathan already mentioned my number one pick. He mentioned all three of my picks, by the way. Um, so we're gonna go there in a second. Don't don't give it away once you figure it out. But um, you no, mentioned I... earlier as you were going through, you talked about Saturday morning cartoons, the X Men and Batman. I've excluded all those because we've already seen different iterations of that in live yeah. action. However, there's a caveat here. This series ran from 1999 to 2001. In 2019, an older Bruce Wayne has a heart attack while fighting crime. And then later on, in 20 years later, in 2039, during a high-speed motorcycle chase, it brings Terry McGinnis to Wayne Manor. Terry discovers Bruce's secret, and Terry's father is killed for discovering the production of illegal chemical weapons at uh, Bruce's former business. Evidence that Terry found is then taken from him, so he ends up donning the bat suit to, to, to fight crime. and He eventually becomes Batman Beyond. And I would love to see that in a live-action film. I know, again, we haven't have seen like that. an Old Man Logan vibe. <laughs> no, speaking of, not, not the Old Man Logan, you know who I could see playing an older Bruce Wayne? Oh. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, I yeah. would love to see yeah, him play the old good. Bruce Wayne. That and you said Ridley Scott? Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking. I'm thinking something more like futuristic. I was. I was. I don't want to go Zack Snyder because I really like the Watchmen movie, but like, I, you it, wanna, it gets a little bit dark. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Batman Beyond. Well, it, it's a, it's a really it's a dark series than, because well, Terry McGinnis's real heritage is later found out in uh, Justice League Unlimited. Do you know? Do you know this this whole thing? No, I'm saving a question for you. Yeah, do you want to do the question now, or do you want me to? No, no I want okay. to. Okay, so basically, Amanda Waller basically says, figures out that I don't want to live in a world without Batman because Batman's such a vital part. She ends up using her resources at Cadmus to take his DNA and inject it into Terry's biological father. So he, <laughs> Bruce is technically Terry's biological father in the series. <laughs> Who do you see playing Terry? That is a great question. Um, that is a real good question. Young kid, uh, like around 16, 17 years old, roughly. Um, that's a real good question. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I'd hate to say it this way. I could see he's a little bit older now. I even if they do a little bit more grizzled, I'd want to even say like Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh, maybe as a later on, because I, I I think that would kind of cool to tie into the Nolan universe. But that a younger kid, who, do you have somebody in mind? No. Well, if if he was younger, um, have you ever you guys ever watched um Michael Keaton as yeah John Wayne. John Viveris, yeah. Michael Keaton that'd as be, that'd I, be that's cool. you know I never mind. Take Clint Eastwood, put him on the yeah. Go Keaton. That would be that would actually be really really yeah, cool. Be a cool, if they tie cool that tie. Who, um, you know the Divergent series? I think that's what's called Divergent. Yeah, yeah, right. And so the guy who always like flops sides with her. You know what I mean? I yeah, I don't I don't a, know the character. He's but in the Paz movie, yeah. like the Vinnie Paz movie. But he's already old now. He was in uh, War Dogs too, or whatever. Um, but I could see him fit into that role. Granted, my friend Joey Whip is not watching right now. I would be down for that's that. That's actually in, in not a bad two, idea. Yeah. Yeah. Year or two, I would absolutely be By down the time for that. they'd roll something like this out. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Um, I just, 
got thrown off. So, oh, my friend Joey Whip, yeah. he's obviously like, he's, I want to say a year behind me, but he looks like Batman Beyond. I want you guys to look up later on. You're like, okay. wow, that could totally be him. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at it after, after we get off the air. But um, real quick, funny thing is, could you guys imagine if they did uh, show the boondocks in live action? Mm. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. But, um, yeah, that was a... That I, like I, I kind of like now. Lindsay's Rugrats idea. I think that's... Yeah. That's, yeah, a that's a good... Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was just... Again, how can you... Kind of already done, though. Like, remember Look, Who, Look Who's Talking? Yeah. I mean, not from Cartoon to, but... Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, great countdown, guys. Actually, speaking of, speaking of Rugrats, I'm kind of excited for Boss Baby. <laughs> it's like oh, it's, that's the, coming the, the out baby the baby and the little yeah. older brother going against Alec the dogs. Baldwin, man. Alec Baldwin. So I'm super psyched for that, actually. Stoked. Very Put cool, that cool. cookie down. Cookies are no, closers. I'm Batman. <laughs> Michael Keaton's like, hey, I'm Batman. <laughs> you want to get nuts? <laughs> you want to get crazy? Uh, so awesome. They could do a really good return of the Joker. And then I don't know what the, you know. Have more, even if Mark Hamill does the voice, I'd be down for that. Come on, Betsy, let's get crazy. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, we're gonna do oddly enough with Batman. Call it the Bat Signal. Oh, I'm wearing a Red Hood hat, by the way, too. We can we can totally. Write. I'm all in the Batman realm today. Uh, so let's let's talk about anything we want to plug. I know you want to plug. Uh, let's plug some stuff. Wow. Um. So yeah, with uh, me working a new job, Corey working nights, it's been tough for us to do Geekasmic, but um, we actually were jumping back on this week. Uh, I recently jumped into, uh, I downloaded Steam. Uh, I've been playing uh, Dead by Daylight, games in, like games crazy. Um, I'm also, KB and I were talking before we went on, I'm yeah. playing Killing Floor 2. It's uh, like the demo is like for like until the 28th. Game's incredible, I've been doing that. Um, I also told you guys off air about the amazing T-shirt I saw. Uh, I want to give the guy a shout out. Go um, for it. His his Facebook is um, I want to call it it's Expose Design. Uh, you can check it out. Like there's a bunch of them, but his is a guy's eye. Like uh, guy makes awesome T-shirts. I told you guys that mm -hmm. he had a, a Game of Thrones Star Wars uh, mix-up shirt. It was uh, Winter is Coming with the Adat walking on it. Uh, what is that? That's usually what I say. Uh, go eat at Tap House. Go have breakfast at Java House. It's good food, good people. Uh, yeah. Shout sure. out to Jay Preview, Jeff Priest, the man, bro. Yeah, we. Uh, he he is the man. I was trying to get him on. You know, it didn't work out scheduling wise, but yeah. Uh, that is ex expose design. It's e x p o s e. Yes. Design d e s. IGN and it is just a guy's eye. It's a business. It's from Portland, Maine. So check out their page. I'm gonna like their page right now, live yeah. on the air. Um, check them out. They're really, really cool. KB, uh, what else you got to plug? Uh, covers of the week as so always. So on our Facebook page, some Free Geek Podcast some awesome on uh, Venom. I uh, had a nice uh, Spider Gwen Venomized cover. I, I There's some Venomized covers. That so have yeah, been basically they're out taking they're, they're taking the, yeah. the regular characters from all the Marvel titles and. Uh, Give him a Venom uh, yeah. makeover. Rich is already calling out for a Free Your Geek horror show. We'll, we'll get there, Rich. I think we might be doing, we might stick in the Disney realm next week. We'll figure it out, though. We'll, I'll have a chat with you off air. But yeah, check out our Facebook page. Uh, I've been doing uh, DC covers and alternate covers. So, you know, I have them all digital, so they always put the alternate covers in there, and I just do side by side yeah. shots and put them on there. I still have to go old school. <laughs> do you want to give our new friends a shout out, too? Go for it. Do it your way. <laughs> oh, okay. So I want to. I want to. We have plenty of new friends. Uh, check out Game King. Game King. Um, we want to be doing a live show there soon. Uh, we just got to work out all the uh, the minutia, the details. 
But they, uh, if you're into any type of role, uh, role-playing games, tabletop games, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, uh, they have comic books. They have a huge comic book selection. They have collectibles, pops, action figures. They're based right here in our hometown, Fall River, Massachusetts. They're right down the road. We want to do a live show there a couple of times um, just to kind of give them some some love and uh, check them out. Find them on Facebook, Game King. Like them. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, our Twitter, our Instagram for your geeks on those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm putting up, I have a page a day calendar, Marvel calendar. I put a different page up every day to check that, that out. Reminds me I, of the Dilbert calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and don't whatever. forget to get your votes in for the tournament. Yeah. We're going to be putting that. So again, that tournament, you saw the, the display a little earlier, the, the image. We're going to put that image at the top of the screen on our Facebook page, on our Instagram page. Go in, vote in the comments, vote on this video. We're going to pull them all together and have the final two next week. So uh, anything else? No, that was awesome. That was a a good plug session. So, uh, yeah. So until next time, I guess we're going to have to hit you with our catchphrases. Start your weekend with your geek friends. (laughs) And get your geek on. Bye, everybody. You're still here. It's over. Go home.